Come on in, guys. Welcome back to Talking Llama. After a week off, we are back, even if a couple days or one day late. Although half the team is here, Matt is here with our buddy Chris. Chris, thanks for jumping in. Thanks for having me. Always happy to be here talking about Survivor. So before we jump into this episode, what what do you we haven't had John yet this for for this season? What do you think of forty two so far? Got two episodes left, right near the end game. What are you thinking? Yeah, you know it's uh, it's good. It's really good. Um, I think it's, I, I think the Survivor production learned from their, from 41. And while the game is relatively the same gameplay wise, um, I think they've made a lot of good adjustments and it does not feel the same at all as 41. It feels like we have more time with the, the cast members and get to watch them play. And yeah, and it's a great, it's another great cast. So yeah. Yeah. Like the cat, the cast is, is lights out and there's such a smaller focus compared to last season on the, on the advantages and twists and those aren't running the story. And I don't know if that's because of how the players are playing it or production kind of went two directions with it. Cause they, they wouldn't have known how the fans were going to react when this was going. So maybe they said, let's film this one heavy on the, on the twist. And then, Second one, we'll take it a little easy and see what, see what, see what's what. Either way, whatever the reasoning, the, you can't argue with the results. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I, part of me doesn't even mind some of the twists this season because they're just not getting that much attention. I still hate the shot in the dark die. I think it's really stupid, but, um, but it's also not even a die. They call it a die, yeah. then it's a piece of paper. Yeah, I, I wish it were a die. That'd be like a fun, dramatic thing to have them roll the die in front of everyone what happens since we're talking yeah, pick- naming conventions also the hourglass you just break it with a hammer like you don't you don't flip the hourglass <laughs> yeah you you'd think you could smash that thing on a rock or something cool i don't know okay well like i said we're near the end game um big threat high had just been voted out um one of the three amulet holders if you remembered that that's a thing that exists um so now Lindsay and drea they're the only two with it left. So it becomes a steal a vote. And they mentioned off the top that they were going to have a little talk about it. And then it never came up. I'm guessing because of what happened later on with Dre and Lindsay both being okay with the other one going home to this episode. But we, ne- we never saw them talk about their steal a vote or how that might, might be used at a future vote. Are you sure? I don't think I we did. S- they, they, they mentioned I it like early that. on and they said... Huh. They said, we'll have a talk later. Oh, maybe maybe okay. I missed it, but that's the only time I, I clocked where they actually specifically said anything that we maybe, saw. Maybe that's what I just had in mind is like, they both, I, I feel like I remember them both being like, oh, this is great. I won't go for you. You don't go for me. We got to steal a vote. Let's work together. I, like, that's what I remember. But, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, then we get a classic final five agreement. Drea, Omer, Mike, Lindsay, and Jonathan. And like you always say when someone says, hey, do you want to make a final five agreement? They all say yes. Even Jonathan knows to say yes, although he's probably actually on board. Um, 
Drea wants to play with people who are playing like her, which ironically enough is probably exactly why she gets voted out at the end here. Um, mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. And, but Mike is not on board. Mike, he said yes, because that's the right thing to say, but he doesn't want Drea in the game much longer. He knows what, what a threat she is. She's got to get gone at some point if he wants to win. And so he's just biding his time, hoping that he can keep pushing Romeo out there, Romeo out there. This episode, maybe it was just to kind of um, push this narrative. It seems like the tribe just like hates Romeo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I feel like they don't hate him. They just, they've been wanting him gone for a little while. He's, he's kind of been like the easy target since merge almost, or one of the easy targets. And it just hasn't panned out and seems like it's not going to happen at this point. seems like he's like goat isn't quite the right word, but, but there's bigger threats out there. And maybe it's, it's survivor hate. Yeah. I There's think so. probably a difference. Although, I mean, I think goat is maybe the right word just because he's I'm watching looking at um at his voting record. He's only voted correctly once mm. after the merge. Interesting. Yeah, you know, it's it, I, I feel like my and if someone's that on the outs, I feel yeah. like it's gonna be really hard for them to to garner any votes at the end. I think you're right. My general perspective though, just thinking about Romeo is that he like, is that he has been playing. Like he's not just like sitting back and doing nothing. He just, yeah, I guess just hasn't been on the right side of the numbers. Yeah. But then if you're playing, that's one thing, but you got to have some result at some point to back it up. You can only go off of effort so much. Yep. I agree. Uh, nothing really happens though, until we get to the, the immunity challenge. And this week is the do or die, which I hate. I don't know. What, what are, what are your thoughts on the do or die? Just it's worked out pretty well both times, but in spite of itself, I have a theory. It, it, it should have been very anticlimactic both times. If you know math. But yep. just in general, what do you think of the do or die? I have a theory. You're not going to like it. Here's the theory. The best part of the do or die, in my opinion, is the is the immediate decision in the immunity challenge whether or not they're going to play, which I think is very interesting. Like in a, this season, very interesting because you have someone like Jonathan where it's like everyone's looking around. Mm, I'm not going to beat Jonathan. I'm not going to play. Probably smart. Lindsay's maybe looking around thinking I could beat Jonathan. I'll probably beat everyone else. I will play, but she like, you got to take into account. Other people maybe won't play anyway, either way. Very interesting. I like that part of it. So they, they have this good part in there that makes you make this tough decision for immunity. Okay. Now here's, here's where it gets a sketch. Um, I think, I don't know how, maybe even two out of the three, do or die things are actual fire and one out of three is not. But my theory is they make it so the person is not going home, but they want us to believe that they are. Why they would do this, I think, is because it'd be boring. It'd be boring just to have the person pick the skull and go home. And you're you're stopping what at this point in the game, in the final seven, when there's tons of advantages and crazy stuff, 
you're preventing an awesome tribal council where who knows what happens. And so you make us believe that, oh, Lindsay could be going home. Um, but, but in reality, I don't, I don't know. I could see them making it that just us believe that, but really she's always going to be safe. So in, in that, in that theory, which I completely do not believe, mm-hmm. are they telling them which box to pick? Because one of them is a skull. Maybe. I, here's what I think. I think they will either tell them which box to pick or maybe two out of three are fire and one out of three is skull and that they are going to like manipulate it somehow. So it's very likely that she stays. Now, you know, we've, I mean, we've talked about the Monty Hall problem before so far, apparently Lindsay and um, Deshaun both do not know what the Monty Hall problem is. They both played it wrong and they both were safe. Do you know what the odds of this are? Um, after you switch, isn't it, you have a 66% chance of, of, of being correct. Or like, you, like after Jeff takes, like showed yeah. you option, you have a two thirds chance of being correct. If you switch. Correct. But the way they both played it, they had a theoretical one in three chance of staying and a two out of three chances of going the odds that both of them played it wrong and both were safe are one in nine, which is not unreal. I mean, that's possible. One in nine is fine, but man, I don't know that that's just what makes me kind of sketch that there's whether they're telling them where the thing is, or if there's something more at play. I think that's very interesting, but I think I, I, I just can't believe that they would metal with the game that much mm-hmm. i think there's got to be some sort of integrity left and if that were to leak out yeah like it would just be disastrous for for production and true and what i'm gonna do here um i'm going back i thought jeff showed her the second skull now of course in your theory they could edit it around and do some do some tricks but so he he shows her the fire and i Mm -hmm. thought he and he opens up he opens up the third one so on does he on the table there are two skulls and one fire that you see and he and he even says like here's your second skull or or whatever the the term the phrasing is that, that he uses so in in that scenario it's either a very kind of creative edit which seems like a lot of effort for something like this or every single person on the cast would know would see them switch it out mm, that's and a good point and i if i were someone else on the cast i'd be furious oh absolutely if that happened because that person gets a free pass for losing a challenge yep i mean i still believe it's possible production at some point told Lindsay what to do and that you better keep it a secret or else or else. But, um, but no, I, I, I don't really think that's the case. Um, on, on a different Monty Hall problem note, um, I was thinking about what I would do if I were in Lindsay's position and like Jeff, like brings out the things and he's kind of just like stacking them one on top of the other. And something you got to remember is Jeff, Jeff needs to know where the, um, where the fire is. And so in my mind, as I was watching, I was thinking, I bet it's the middle one. 
because that's the most obvious one Jeff would keep track of as he's kind of like lifting it out and putting him down. Now, I believe that Jeff is capable of having it be either of the other ones and just being smart about it. But um, like how I would play it is I'd choose either the first or the third, hoping I was wrong and then switch. And then hopefully I'm right. Um, but it's also possible that there could be like on the back of it, some like tiny, like Mark. Ooh. Because also true. Cause they never, they never, at least from what we saw, they never like flip them around or anything. So there could be some, or even, even if like each one was a different color or something like that. So it wouldn't give it away. Like, Oh, that one's different. If they were to see the back, it, there might be something there that makes it obvious to Jeff, which one is, is correct. As you were saying that I got another idea to, to continue my conspiracy theory. <laughs> hit me, hit me. Each, each of the boxes has two compartments that look pretty similar and Jeff can choose to open it and make it a skull or open it, make it fire. No one knows, but Jeff and production. Boom. That's, that's a lot of faith that, that it would never go wrong. That yep, the yep. wrong department wouldn't, wouldn't slip out. <laughs> I don't I, buy I like into the, <laughs> into the conspiracy theory. I love the, the thought process, just thinking behind it. But uh, I, I know a lot of people, not maybe not a lot, but there are a number of people, whether it's the US or the Aussie survivor that thinks production kind of meddles and gives things away. I don't think they would ever do something as egregious as this. I right, that's that's fair. I, I'm in the gen in the camp that they do meddle a little bit, but not a lot. That's truly what I believe. I think they, they don't do anything big. Like I don't think they they give away where an idol is to somebody or anything like that. But because they because when there's this much money involved, yeah, I, I feel like again I don't know the ins and outs of the contract law with game shows, but I feel like they'd be opening themselves up to to lawsuits if they were messing I'm, and like giving people advantages themselves that other players weren't weren't privy to. So I'm pretty sure I I heard somewhere and this is a while ago that in your contract, when you sign the contract to be on survivor, there's basically like a clause that says like survivor reserves the right to do pretty much anything they want. Like here are the rules, but at the end of the day, we can do whatever we want. Um, like I remember hearing too, like we could feel there's like a clause that says we could film an entire season and, and be like, Nope, we decide we don't want to air this season. Like no one gets anything. Um, I don't think they would ever do that. And I don't think they would change anything drastically, but I, I'm pretty sure in there somewhere is like a legal thing that just lets them have free reign. I know there is for how they edit the show. Mm -hmm. Like you set up to be on the show, but then you're not guaranteed anything after that. They can make you look like a complete asshole. Even if you're actually a nice person, they can sure. do whatever they want in that regard. But sure. I don't, I haven't heard that part of it um, where they can like involve themselves in the game like that that'd be interesting to i don't know you probably can't like leak the contract there's probably something in the contract that you can't leak the contract sure but that'd be sure. that'd be interesting if someone somewhere has like a copy of of one just to see what what all is in there um but going back to the do or die i do agree 100 that the most interesting part is the decision and that in a, in and of itself is a problem like yeah. When the most interesting, compelling part of something is done right away, and then then it's just then you're just fingers crossed that the crappy result doesn't come up, it's it, it's terrible. Like the only 
the other only the other only there's that means two anyway one of the other like two good things about it is at least the players have some agency in it mm-hmm. like in the in the hourglass twist nobody else yeah can control what that player's decision is even this season when they could have sent somebody else in Roxroy's place instead of him you don't really know what you're doing or getting into here you at least know the stakes you don't know exactly how the game is going to work but you know what the possible result is so you do have agency there but then the actual quote-unquote big moment there's nothing you can do we've seen it twice now you yeah. go you go against yeah. logic you go against the mathematical numbers and you're right and they've been right two two times in a row i think there's very little reward if any at all up against a huge risk like yeah. to end like you mentioned to end the show like that or end an episode like that would just suck it's like okay yeah um, yeah for Lindsay's sure he's gone so see you guys it's like what, what are we doing yep tanya conspiracy but um, it'd be it'd be more interesting i still wouldn't like it but if they if they made this like a double part of a double boot ooh, episode ooh. and they and they do the do or die right away the challenge the challenge finishes and they do the do or die and ooh. and then the person either goes home and they do a regular vote or they don't go home and they do some sort of like double vote at tribal i have a i have a counter proposal i like what you just thought of all right here's here's what i here's what i would like to see do the do or die earlier when there's more people than seven, maybe like, maybe not the very first merge episode, but maybe the second merged episode, do a do or die. Know that the second, like the Lindsay is going to have a do or die thing. And, but I want it at tribal and I want it before they vote. And Lindsay either like doesn't go home and she votes with everybody or she goes home and then they vote somebody out. So they know, and I would want them to know this is going to happen. So like in their plans, they have to plan for Lindsay is maybe going to be there or maybe she's not going to be there. I like it. I like either of those way better than it is now. I like it, especially earlier in, in the, in the merge. Mm-hmm. Like this is just, it's just too late. It's yeah. way too late uh, it's, for something Absolutely. like this to happen my i mean my, my clear preference is just to get 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 rid of it just do away with it never see it again but i think there are ways to tweak it where it's less bad but to have something like this so close to the end it kind of puts a sour taste or can put sure. a sour taste on the closing stretch of a season and this would have sucked for a season that we both like a lot that a lot of people are liking to, to have an episode and like this a player on the rise going out like this now we're complaining about something that didn't happen so it's kind of a moot point but the potential is there for just a complete dud of an episode yeah i agree um you know as as you kind of compare this to the hourglass twist i'm curious rank the the twists of 41 and 42 in terms of which ones you like most to least the twists in my mind being obviously the hourglass the do or die Shot in the dark, um, the beware advantages with the phrases and the amulet of power. I'm going, I'm going to have some caveats with some of these. I think I'm going to put the beware number one in terms of my favorite, Mm -hmm. but it needs to be tweaked. 
Okay. Now they've done two seasons with it. Players are going to be on the lookout or on the ear out, I guess, for weird phrases that get repeated. It's going to make it super obvious if someone's talking two, three, four challenges in a row about digging a, a ditch in the desert to bury a cactus or whatever the next season's phrase are going to be, that it's going to, it's going to be without a doubt who's got the beware advantage. So they can tweak that. Like you need to do something to get, to get the idol or, or whatever it might be. Um, Real can, quick. Throw, sorry, go ahead. Finish, finish your thoughts. I was, I was just going to say there's potential there to, to tweak it. Cause they, they've done it before with other, the beware advantage where it's not an idol, but they still call it a beware advantage. Where you have to mm-hmm. do something to get, you have to do X to get Y. And so I, I sure. think there's potential for some fun stuff there. Just, not as it exists right now for the idols. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with what you said. Throw in the summit uh, twist as well, where you can. Uh, the ship wheel. Yeah. The ship wheel. I, and, and even talking about this, we're realizing how many things they changed in, in these seasons. Wow. Yeah. And the amulet was new this season. So instead mm-hmm. of getting rid of anything, yeah. they just, they just added <laughs> yeah. one. And I'm realizing how much of these, like, I don't like. Um, the oh man, honestly, I'd probably put Shot in the Dark second, mm-hmm. just because it's it's pretty harmless, and it's a known quantity, so you you're able to plan around it if you want to, and it, it seemed like people were you know preparing for extra votes or throwing in a random a stray vote somewhere just in case a Shot in the Dark gets played. Um, and I think at the percentages that it's at now, it's probably low enough where it's not going to like ruin a season by just a run of shot in the darks sure. being successfully played. Uh, three, I'm going to say the amulet because like shot in the dark, it, it's harmless. You, you give that to three people on day one and three different tribes, they're going to take it. And it either kind of presents how it happened this season where nothing really comes from it. It's kind of in the background. It was never a driving force or you get people trying to target people for only this reason. And you have to kind of wiggle your way through that. Like if, if Lindsay and high had started targeting Drea, but nobody else wanted to target Drea that, you know, how do you maneuver around that? There can be some, some fun things there, but it's also because I just hate the last three. Yeah. Shipwood Island is fourth because it's not as bad as the other two. Like it's beyond dumb. It's the same thing every time they go. Yeah. The diminishing returns, like it just drops off a cliff. And especially from 41 to 42, because it was the same thing. They didn't even tweak it from season to season. And it took up so much time. We saw two people together versus spending time with, the, the whole camp or, or, or one tribe or two tribes, there's two people that it, there's very, it's, it's a low risk twist, but there's, it's a very low reward twist. The, the amount of times we're going to get a Chanel Omer occurrence. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you listened to their inner, to their, uh, I guess Chanel's only interviews that there's a lot that got cut out. And so mm-hmm. they showed us what they wanted to show us to get the reaction that happened. And sure. so I think there's a little more context to it, but mm-hmm. I think she was probably trying to play it up. So that wasn't as bad as we thought it was. It was still pretty bad. It seems like, um, but that one's just stupid. 
but do or die in the hourglass. I would probably, man, I hate them both so much. I would put, <laughs> I would put do or die at, at fifth, just ahead of the hourglass. Cause like, like we said, you, you know, the stakes mm-hmm. and, and, but, and you should be able to figure out who's going to compete or how many people do you think you can successfully beat in whatever the challenge is. And if that number is like one or two, those people are also also probably going to drop out. And so you, you can, you can maneuver around it and you have a little bit of agency, but the hourglass, I know Roxroy said he considered not smashing it because, Hey, they won the challenge. They, they deserved it. No, that that's a unicorn. No one's mm-hmm. ever going to not yeah. smash it in 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 its current iteration. At least they could maybe change it around, change some of the 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 larger settings or mechanics of it, and maybe people wouldn't smash it. But the way it, the way it is now, if you know what you're doing, and it's a choice between I can make myself safe or I can make myself not safe, you're going to make yourself safe. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree. Um, I'm not going to give my full rankings, but I just have a couple comments. Um, yep. I'm going to say the worst for me by far is the hourglass for all the reasons you said. Horrible, horrible twist. The The only one I currently think is good is the amulet, actually, which at first when they introduced the amulet, I was kind of like big eye roll, like really, we need it. We need something else. But I think it's harmless. I don't think like it only like it's kind of interesting in that they all know it exists. They're all kind of like, let's work together. And but really, they kind of want each other to go. So they have more power. And I think that's fine. Um, The only other and and why I asked this in the first place is my second ranked one actually for me is the do or die, which, like we said, has some very interesting merits to it with a big downfall i think if they tweaked it in some of the ways we were just talking about i actually would like it as a general thing in survivor i think it could be a very interesting part of survivor but needs some tweaking and i i hate the other ones too all the other twists not good yeah i mean granted one of these i ranked the beware number one because something had to be number one yep i would honestly prefer all six of these are just gone or or very greatly tweaked like the do or die could be like a fire challenge you have to you know burn through the sticks in x amount of time or have have them do something versus just a game of chance like the game the game of chance part is is why i hate it so much or the biggest reason why i hate it so much that even because if they do something yeah Lindsay would have gone home with no vote but if you're watching her build a fire and there's a clicking top or a clicking a ticking clock that you that you are you can see That's countdown, cool. like there there's anticipation, there's suspense there, like you don't get with with her pointing to a box and Jeff opening it. I wouldn't even mind like everyone they have a tribal and they vote for the person who's going to go to fire against her loser goes home or something. As a, like maybe do that in place of the final four fire making. Um, I prefer just not having it at all, I suppose. But yeah. But, yeah, interesting. But yeah, I think I think the big thing is that there's some good ideas or there's good framework of good ideas, but nothing's really fully formed as something that's that's good. And I think it's a huge 
red flag when your favorite is the amulet because it's harmless. Like a good advantage yeah. shouldn't yeah. shouldn't be good because it's harmless. Like yep. I get the reasoning with this collection of advantages, but that's not what's what they should be going for with with the advantages here. Um, we'll we'll get we'll get past the do or die eventually. We'll we'll get we'll get through there <laughs> at, at some point. But what maybe in this one specifically or just in general? Would you, do you think you would compete in the do or die or would you just sit out? Obviously the exact situations can change, but as a general, general idea, what do you think? In general, I think I would compete. It depends what the challenge is. If it was something like that, that was like a, like a pain endurance challenge, I would compete just thinking there's no way I'm going to allow my, for myself to be the first person out. Now, if we're in these circumstances where I'm kind of weighing Jonathan's power and the likelihood every other person is not competing, then maybe not. Maybe I wouldn't compete, but I don't know. Like, I think the interesting part of it too, is it kind of depends where you're at in the tribe where like, if you're someone like Jonathan, you're doing generally well in challenges and you like, and you could be one of the next people to get voted out if you don't win. 100% you're competing. Even if you lose, it's actually maybe not the worst thing because then you could get to do or die and, and be safe and then have immunity. So it's interesting in that regard. My gut tells me I would compete in this exact situation. Maybe not. I don't know. If, yeah, if you're, if you're just in this tribe, so they did it at, at eight instead of seven, and you're the eighth person there, exact same people, what do you think you would have done? I, I think it depends. So I, I know it depends. It depends <laughs> if I thought like after Jonathan, I was the next person to go. Um, I, I think if I were on survivor, I would be generally pretty good at the challenges. I think I would not be as good as Jonathan, who's a beast, but I think I'd be pretty good. And I'd be worried that they'd be like, Oh, all right. Well, he did. If John, Jonathan won, well, he didn't. So he's going to go home. Um, but it depends. It depends where my status is in the tribe. I think in general, there's almost no scenario where I'm competing in this one. Sure. I, th I think I would have to be very confident that if I lose immunity, I'm going home anyway, and I don't have an idol or, or anything up my sleeve. That'd be like the one case. Because if I do the do or die and I lose, I was going to go home anyway. Otherwise, mm -hmm. I win immunity or like you have, you have a few a few outs. I think that would be the only scenario and of course things change when you're actually out there, but just as a, as a thought experiment, if you will, that would be the one time where I, where I probably would, but I think in anything other than, other than that exact scenario, I'd price it out. Like, I don't think I'd be a liability in challenges. I'm not going to go on any sort of, I wouldn't go on any sort of immunity runs. Sure. I, I think, and I, I would always just probably assume like if I pegged it at, Oh, I think three will sit out probably got to assume like, four or five you're gonna sit out like more than you when then you like peg are probably yeah. gonna go and at that point do i think i'm gonna be one of the one or two best out of three or four people probably not sure yeah yeah no i hear you what about the previous season when they like the challenge in the previous season was like a balance type thing rather than a than an endurance strength did the one did they balance the ball or, I think so. It was like an idol or a ball. It was really hard. I remember yeah. like, cause Deshaun zero, got out like zero percent chance. I'm doing that because you can have the, the perfect approach. You can yeah. do it. Everything, everything, right. 
one tiny gust of wind, one slight, you know, slight movement of, of your foot or an arm and you're, you're toast. Like no chance. Am I, am I doing that one? Yeah. I'd be less likely in that one for sure. Yeah. I, I also, I didn't like that. They did this challenge for it. I feel like maybe they thought it was neutral, but I feel like they should make this one as neutral as possible if they're able to. I agree. But I feel like I when it's like a first one out versus like a, an obstacle course or a relay, something like that, there aren't a lot of choices into what you do unless, unless they do like a, like hand on the idol type of deal. Sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. If it, it maybe like the ball challenge, the like, you know, where they have the ball on the track and the timing, that's a good neutral okay. challenge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you don't, you don't have to be, you know, athletic necessarily actually at all to, to do that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so the challenge ends up being just Lindsay and Jonathan and Lindsay's my winner pick. And I, she's been ex- dominate, not dominating, but compared to what she had been shown doing, she's been on the rise last few weeks. So I was very stressed when I saw that. I was like, there's no way Lindsay wins out of these two. She was probably going to be fine. If even one other person, whoever else it was jumped yeah. in that. Okay. Lindsay, Lindsay's gonna gonna lose. I felt pretty sure of that. And then it was just fingers crossed because I like her a lot. She's she's been a lot of fun the last the last couple yeah, of weeks at least. She's great. Um. Uh, so then she loses and basically has immediate buyer's remorse, which <laughs> I, I feel like it'd be hard not to. Yeah. Even if you felt pretty confident that you wouldn't be the first out to take the big risk like this and be be staring down something that you at this point have no control over. Like, I don't, I know how you could feel anything, but, but regret. She, yeah. She, I mean, she shouldn't have done it. She wasn't, she was in good control of her game. She wasn't going home this episode. Just shouldn't have done it. I do like though. She just said the competitor in me took over. Like, yeah. I love, I love that kind of attitude just in like in almost every other scenario in life. Just like we our our friends, we compete over the stupidest things. So like we, mm-hmm. we, we get that competitive nature. Um, so I think it's, I think it's interesting to see like even on survivor, like you're playing for a million bucks and you, your guts telling you one thing, you know, it's right. And then that last instinct just kicks in and you can't help, help yourself. For sure. For sure. I, I, um, yeah, like you said, we compete over a lot of dumb stuff. I would, I'd be afraid of myself with the same thing. Like, <laughs> Oh, I, I can win this Jonathan who I got. This. I exactly. Got this. Exactly. And then, so we get to the pre-tribal and, a lot of really fun stuff is happening. Like this was a great pre-travel yeah. sequence, but as Omer points out in a, you know, a few minutes from the airtime, it could all be for nothing. If Lindsay draws, you know, draws dead mm-hmm. on the do or die, all of this planning and scheming. And I tell this person that thing and, and that person, this thing, all of that is just done pointless out the window. That's the other big flaw is that not only is the end of the episode a dud, it just negates that entire 15, 20 minutes of, yeah. of airtime. Yep. That's the problem for sure. But, but so what they're doing, um, they've got to come up with a plan in case Lindsay's safe. They can't go in blind, obviously. Uh, Mike wants Drea and Lindsay because of the amulet is completely on board. And Drea likewise has no problem with Lindsay going home. There's no blood on her hands and she gets, gets an idol in her, in her pocket. Um, Mike is still kind of trying to push the, the Romeo vote. <laughs> Um, in hopes that Drea will feel safe and they can vote her out, you know, blindside her. Um, but Drea's, Drea's a smart player. So she's picking up on the vibes and 
she's got this little, little thing called the knowledge is power. One that we didn't talk about in the, <laughs> in the rankings here. Yep. Um, which I am not a fan of. Yeah. I think too. both seasons it's, it's succeeded in spite of itself. Like a lot of these advantages, advantages have, um, but, uh, real quick. Yeah. I would like it. I think I would like it a lot more. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we would see how it goes. If they didn't have the dumb beware advantage idols where it's so obvious who has like stuff like it, it'd be kind of cool if it was a standard like season of survivor, people are just finding idols out there and maybe there's a bunch of people who haven't told a soul and you need to figure it out and you have to do some sleuthing and actually like, like discover who has the idol and then you've kind of earned it. But like, I mean, Drea, really as, as i'm sure you're about to say she messed up so bad like why even tell omar this just do it just do it and you are sitting real pretty there it's literally called the knowledge is power like for a <laughs> for a reason yep. um this is this is a, a random tangent but we talked about this on the australian survivor about the idle rules of if you hide it or like with mark and mark and sam Nothing to do with this at all, but I just thought of it. So I'm going to yeah. talk about it while I'm thinking of it. If you don't care, skip ahead 30 seconds or whatever. They said if if you like bury an idol, at least for Australia, if someone else just finds it, it's theirs. So what they what Mark and Sam had done is they put it somewhere they thought was a safe place. And then so then they both knew where to go when they came back to camp. But if um, so it wasn't like guaranteed to be there, but they it was a pretty safe bet. I like it. So uh, back, back to this here, but yes, don't tell anyone because you don't need somebody else to make this plan work. Mm-mm. The, the, I, the, I feel like the only thing that you can kind of use to, I'm blanking on the right word, use to ensure your no success. No, the only thing you can do to, Whatever. The only good reason to tell somebody is so that it doesn't seem like you kept a secret and you're doing it like completely on like a, a shady level yeah. that you had somebody helping you. But at this point in the game, who cares? There's and I, I truly believe. If and also that that's a very that, that's a very weak reason. Like, yeah, I'm just, no, I'm it's just a, to I think ball, it's but. a very weak reason because if she did that and just shocked everyone, that's points for her in most people's eyes. Like everyone's like holy cow, like, good job. That was insane, and you just bamboozled us, and we were going to send you home, and now you're not. Yes, because she tell, I think she tells Omer because then she wants to vote out Mike, but mm-hmm. I don't think Mike had any thoughts of playing his idol at this time anyway. That'd be the only reason. If if Mike is not the target, you want to make him the target, and, and people are afraid because of his idol, that's one situation. That's another situation, I guess, where maybe you would tell somebody, like, I'm gonna steal his idol so we can vote him out and he can't play it. Mm-hmm. It's still yep. kind of a risk, but I yep. I would just I would just because you do want to vote him out when you take the idol, probably. Because you don't, you don't want to take it and then have them back at camp with you. Right, right. But Drea, if you remember, she told people about her advantages earlier on in the game, like way, way early, way before the merge, even. She and did. that almost yep. got her voted out. Yeah, I, I thought, I mean, she was one of my people in the fantasy survivor game that I'm playing. And like episode two or three, I was like, oh, crap, she's going home like right now. She's 
she's playing, going way too hard, giving way too much away. Um, but yeah, turned into a pretty good player. Yep. I, 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 I liked what she was doing a lot. Um, except for basically, except for this. Yeah. Um, so she tells Omer and then Drea's worst fears, which she probably wasn't even thinking of come to fruition. Yep. Omer tells Lindsay and then at least the way we were shown, shown Lindsay actually makes the suggestion of having Mike, you know, tell Mike, bring him in on the plan, have him give one of them his yeah. idol. And so a small, a small point again to Lindsay that maybe she is on the track here, but yeah. in any event, the, the same, and I think it's really cool that that both seasons consecutively have broken the knowledge of power in the same way yeah. because some, because somebody had loose lips on, on their advantage and they, they let people, have a clear opening with a pretty easy easy out if you can you know make it work with people you trust um so they were gonna have mike give his idol to omer and then and then vote out drea and now now omer's got some some decisions um he can go along with drea's plan let him take mike's idol vote out mike he can loop in mike take his idol vote out mike and and he's got an idol or do what they end up doing is have, you know, take Mike's idol, have Drea's knowledge of power not work and vote out Drea. I'm glad he didn't succumb to the temptation to take Mike's <laughs> idol and then vote out Mike. That would have been like hardcore, just a, a throat slit move. Yep. But I think it would have been a little much, especially with a guy, <laughs> with a guy like Mike. Mike would have right. taken that, that, he would have torched that him in, in poison the... to the jury. And oh, I think yeah. he would have, he would have tanked Omer's chances. It, it was the smart play, what Omer did, I think. But a big part of me was wanting it to happen and just just to see it. And It would have been an incredible moment, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. as far as smart gameplay, right. um, it, wouldn't, it would not have been anywhere, anything near that. For sure. Uh, so we get to Tribal and usual, you know, hemming and hawing and all that. And get to the do or die. It's the same setup as last time. Uh, three boxes. She picks one. Uh, then, then Jeff Jeff shows her one of the other skull or die boxes, and love this moment. We cut to the we cut to the jury bench. High clearly knows what's going on, and he says, "Oh, you always switch. You always switch." <laughs> and then you see see Roxroy. Of course, it's Roxroy. Just say, "No, no, you stay. You stay." Like there's no one else on the jury or in the game where it would be funny to see them so adamantly. And so assuredly say to do what is logically the wrong thing. And then, then Roxroy ends up, ends up on the, on the right side, like the king he is. Lindsay, I like to imagine real quick, yeah. like later at Ponderosa, they're having some drinks and high is a little tipsy trying to explain to Roxroy why he is wrong. And Roxroy is just like, no, like, well, did it work out my way? Yeah, I was right. Bob, just <laughs> going at it, like, and Hyde just being frustrated. Dude, in, in his defense, though, I don't know if, I've, if we've talked about the Monty Hall before, mm-hmm. but yeah. we probably did last year. Yeah. But it's a, at least in my mind, it's a very hard concept to explain just in words, I feel like. Yeah. Because ever since the movie 21 came out, because they talk about the Monty Hall problem in that, my mind has just like refused to believe that it, that it works the way it does. But then if you go through like, and look and kind of write out or look at an example written out of the outcomes and the results, it makes complete sense. 
But if you I, just like, at least if I just like think about it, it just I mean now it makes sense now that like I, my mind's around it. But before I was able to just you know like I said write out the different results, I I refuse to believe that that's how it worked. I'm pretty sure many years ago it, it I was a part of this with you. I'm pretty sure you and me were discussing this and maybe some of our other friends and I was like. I think I remember explain, trying to explain to you how it worked exactly, but, and I hear you, it's, it's not obvious. It's not obvious until it like makes sense to you. And then it, then it does make sense. But yep. if you've never heard of it before, perfectly reasonable to like, not realize you should switch. It's one of those things where like in the moment, it, it still feels like a 50, 50. It's because you need to play out the three like results to mm-hmm. see why it works that way. Which, yeah. which is a hard thing to wrap your mind around without like visuals. I, I feel like, I mean, that, that's just me. Also, you're, you're drained of energy and food and, and all of that. But I do, I just love that twice in a row. One, one more thought, and I'm going to bring up my conspiracy again. One more thing that like is required to make it that two thirds chance that you succeed in the Monty Hall problem is you're assuming that the host, Jeff, will for sure show you one of the things that is that is a skull now sure, yep. in my another way jeff can manipulate the monty hall problem is which he doesn't but he could is like we don't know this if they pick the right one in, initially he could just be like all right let's see if that's the right one and then not even give them the option obviously that's not how it went um but yeah you have to assume that he's going to show a skull and then it's that if it's if that's not a guarantee then it then it does not hold up Yes, I, I'd forgotten about that. That is a that is a key key part. Um, that he does for sure show you, um, one of the the bad the bad results. Um, who I'm blanking. Who did the? Oh, Deshaun. Deshaun did the do or die. I was thinking Xander, but he's the one who who called it out as yeah, the Monty Hall problem. He knew it. Yep. 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 Okay. Deshaun did it. Um. And so Lindsay sticks with her with her first choice. And she's safe and she's thrilled as, as, as you should be. Then we get to the, the vote. But first we uh, have Drea to play her knowledge is power. Did you, cause we didn't see what Omer and Lindsay did. Did you, what, what did you think? Did you think it was pretty obvious that. I that thought it was they had, maybe a little bit, but I still appreciate how production did it. And it still made for a nice moment when like you weren't sure we weren't sure ourselves and Mike's kind of acting it up. Um, yeah, yeah, Mike played it, it really nice. well. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Yep. And and one one last thing that I need to mention about the um, the do or die. The other reason that it stinks is if you're watching it live or if you or if you're watching like and you see how much time is on, left on the playback, you know what happens. Yeah, you know, with absolute certainty because she she went up there with about 10 15 minutes left in the episode of course she's going to be of course she's going to be safe to to our listeners uh matt and i live in minnesota and we had a severe tornado slash thunderstorm thing that interrupted our viewing last night and there was about 15 minutes left in the episode and the the weather thing took the entire 15 minutes and i went on for like an hour and a half Oh, I turned it off after 15 minutes. I was like, this is dumb. Um, but uh, I told, I, I, like, as soon as we turned it off, I was like, Mary, my wife, Mary, um, Lindsay's safe. Like, and she's like, what, how do you know? I was like, 
how much time is left in the episode? Like 15 minutes. Oh yeah, of course she's safe. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I so I was hoping the, the weather would come would turn off like right away. Mm-hmm. But then I was hoping at one point, okay, now just go through the end of the episode. Cause I don't want to see the end result after missing yeah. all of that. I, I turned it between. off at about like eight or nine minutes into the weather because I didn't want to just pop back into some random place. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was interesting. Bit of a, kind of a wild night and quick, the, quick the side western. note, unrelated to survivor. I was, I was yelling at my, the weather man as we were watching. <laughs> why does, why is this a thing anymore? Like everyone has phones. Our fo- I don't know about you. My phone's like, beeping and going crazy at me like like we don't need to watch a weatherman anymore to get this information people are aware that it is that something terrible is happening and they they show the little the bottom scroll um when things are coming up yeah i i agree unless they're playing to the crowd that doesn't have the the, like the seven people don't have smartphones yeah i guess I, i guess for everybody's sake but the the funny the funny thing was um so i i left it on for most of the night because just in case anything bad, like actually bad was happening by me, which mm-hmm. ended up being completely fine where I was. Um, they kept pushing and the intentions were good. I, I fully accept that and know that. But they kept pushing the CBS like news app. So <laughs> you, if you need to go to the basement, just pull up the CBS app on your phone. It's free streaming. We'll have, keep you up to date. I, I had it. I had it on the whole time, for like an hour, hour and a half. They must have pushed their app. I don't know, 10, 15 times. It was it was it was so funny. Like, yeah, it, they want people to be able to get access to the weather if they can't just watch TV. But it was like, just be, go to the CBS app. It's got all the info right there. It's really great. I, I love that. Um, but yeah, with the do or die, you know exactly what's going to happen. It's, yep. I mean, there's not really anything they can do about that part of it unless they just cut out and just really edit down the in-between if they need to. I don't know. They, they could edit in a really clumsily way to make it not obvious, but then there's other, other negatives happening there. So that's that's another bad thing. Um, look, are you, were you going to say something? Nope. Oh, so I thought you saw. Thought I saw you taking a breath. That you're going to go into something. Anyway, um, so Drea plays the knowledge of power. She asks Mike. He does not have it. We see a flashback of of him giving it to um, giving the idol to Omer. And at this point in the game, Drea kind of knows she's drawing dead. She she's voted out. She uses her extra vote because I guess why not? Yeah. Um, never know what someone might do. Um, use what you got in your arsenal. But uh, she goes home or to the jury five three, and she's voted out. And the Drea that we see the second that deciding vote is read was not the Drea we saw in the season, <laughs> which people have said like. Yes, she was like that on the show, like on the island. They just mm-hmm. never aired those parts of her. Oh, she was weird. Like, she was laughing. She was goofy. It yeah. It it was it was That's weird. So weird. It was so weird to see that uh. version of her come out when it wasn't really coming out. That's just like that was the Drea they knew. I can't imagine being on the show and like imagining like your experience the way you did it, and then like seeing a very like orchestrated way of they want to make you seem like a certain type of player and person and Dre, Dre did not get a poor edit by any means she no. seemed like a competent serious player it seems like the edit they were going for but yeah you we didn't see a second of that kind of stuff 
I thought I I liked her as a player. I thought she was anything but a dynamic character. What we saw, mm-hmm. like her her confessionals were so just like monotone, and then she do that that like laugh. I was like, okay, that that always feels off. But apparently, that was like more that was closer to who she was than what we saw. It's wow. I I I assume that most edits aren't exactly the full picture of the player. Like for most people, they're probably not Marianne. They probably are. Cause she's just, <laughs> that's just who she is. And I think yeah. she has, she has one speed. She's, yeah. But for most players, I'm assuming that there's more to their relationships and their strategy and, and all of that. But this one, it was just so stark. It, yeah. it, it really threw me. Yeah. But I, I, I loved it though. She she was hugging Mike. They're you know oh, it she's was awesome. confirming that like yeah you voted me out, but you're still gonna have you come visit me in Canada. Like like no hard feelings. What I didn't like though, and this is I think there's they gotta do something to rein this in. When she starts like not blowing up people's games, but it's just like talking about. She says, Mike, if you win, if you if you go to the end, you're gonna win. Which he says, thanks for the kiss of death, which is probably true. Uh, she tells she tells Omer that Omer, you're the only one I told about my secret, and I want everyone else to know that. Like that that stuff's gotta stop. That once you're voted out, like you're you're done playing the game. And if and if it yeah. means they can't say like these these fun goodbyes, I'm happy to lose that because I feel like it'd be hard to say you can do this but not that in like the heat of the moment. I feel like it's you you have like free reign or you can't do anything. I would take the just. You go to Jeff, you get snuffed, you go, say, see you later, yeah. and go down the like, path. Like Jeff says, like once you get voted out, you, your torch will be snuffed and you'll be forced to leave the tribal council area immediately. That's what it should be. I, I totally agree. It's like, it's just like playing Mafia or Seeker Hitler. Once you're dead, you should be dead. Like if you pull off something awesome, it should stay, it should stay a secret. I feel like once well, do you remember in, out. in, um, Survivor AU season four, when Andy is voted out and he just says, David's got an idol. Yep. Which yep. David did have an idol, but Andy didn't know that. So then he just puts that idea in people's yeah. heads. Yeah. Which, and David was very upset as, he, as you should be. Like right. that kind of stuff is just nonsense because at least to me, it always comes off salty. Even Drea here, which I loved her exit up to that point. Mm-hmm. And then she says this stuff. I don't know if it was meant to be that way. That's always how it comes off to me, basically no matter who the player is. And it it just it it can ruin the game. Now, someone like Mike, he's obviously very well liked. I don't think people are itching to go to the end against yeah, him. Not a but, secret there. But the the point the, the point of it all remains the same. I agree. Totally agree. They gotta figure something out with that. Yeah. Just kind of like with the the talking at Tribal. Like, it was kind of fun that when JT started it at Game Changers because it was like, oh, this is new. It's in a season called Game Changers. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And then it just has gotten out of hand. There hasn't really been much this season. Not that I can remember it or recall, but yeah, not, just not in, in, in broad strokes. Um, so we're down to the final six. Yeah, final yep. six with two yep. episodes left. Drea, I had her probably running number two in terms of power rankings, I guess, right behind Omer. Uh, so it does kind of open up the game a little bit, I think. I think I Omer's agree. I think Omer's still the favorite. And then 
in whatever order you want, probably Lindsay and Mike. Like Lindsay's really coming on. Mike has played a incredibly strong social game all season, and he's sh- shown some strategic chops as well. Then I guess by default, Marianne's probably fourth, just because she's not Romeo or Jonathan. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I think I don't think Omer's going to win anymore. Um, maybe even partially due to Drea's exit. Uh, I think everyone's going to wake up here and realize that it's time for him to go. Um, I like Lindsay's chances. Lindsay's my top pick. Um, two would be Mike. Jonathan Cash. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't think any of the people left are like bad players. Jonathan's done some dumb things. I don't, so I don't really think he's absolutely win. atrocious strategic player. I could, I could low key see Marianne winning depending on who she's up against. If she's up against like Romeo and Jonathan, Romeo, I, think that, I think that's her. I think that's her winning, winning three. Yeah. Ro, Ro, I'm not even counting Romeo, Romeo out yet. If she, if he's against Marianne and Jonathan, like, the final six is it's time. It's time to make some big plays. If he actually makes some big plays, he could win. But but think think about the final six though. Final six is the last chance to use an idol. Yeah. Who has idols? Marianne, Lindsay now, and Mike oh. and Mike. Assuming Omer gives it back. I was about to. Three people have idols, plus one person with immunity. I was gonna bring that up. Like we're almost in a Sari Fields esque thing going on here where so many people are going to be immune this next this next tribal council which is just dumb that it's going to be between the two people who do not have idols and who do not have immunity when's the last time you can use the shot in the dark Uh, i don't know that's a great question you'd hate to see all the idols played and a shot in the dark played in successfully and that final person just goes home. You'd hate to see it. I'm trying to. That'd be, that'd be Omer, I think, if he gives his idol back. And and he basically has to. Yeah. Like, I'm imagining Romeo playing his shot in the dark, succeeding, and Omer goes home. Oh, it can be played until the final seven. Oh, there you go. So, so no thank, more. Thank, thank, thank goodness. goodness we don't have that to deal with, too. That's good. And these are taking some steps to prevent a, a full-on advantage get in. Yeah, yeah. But still, three idols plus immunity. Because even, say, say Lindsay wins immunity, she can, use, she can still use her idol. And she, oh, and for she, sure. To, she should. Might as well do something. Yeah, to, to do something. Um, so by, by all accounts, there's going to be four out of six immune. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I would, I'm just going to assume... Man, if if I mean, if someone besides Jonathan wins immunity, I bet. Like if one of if one of those three wins, if if Mike, um, Marianne or Lindsay wins immunity, I'm wondering who they would play the idol for. I wonder if they would play it for Jonathan. It's not just, a bad just, idea, just because just he's so bad. I feel like people realize that any one of them can beat him at the end. Right. But I'm not a fan of now of a, the, and Lindsay's idol is new too. 
that yep. that's that's what really chaps me that a new idol is in, and also the way the twist works or the advantage works but a new idol introduced at the last possible chance you can use it not not ideal yeah i'm, I'm gonna glad, go ahead i'm and glad it's for Lindsay. i'm glad it's for my winner pick oh, who i'm sure. actually who I'm, i am liking a lot but as a broad thought in the game not a fan of that i'm gonna go ahead and say i feel very good that omer's going home next episode Feel feel good about it, just with how things are shaking out. I think there's a a pretty good chance because he's he probably won't win win immunity. He hasn't been like a liability in challenges, mm-hmm. but he hasn't really done a lot to make me feel confident he could beat both Jonathan and Lindsay. You know, it's probably one of them. Yeah. Um and Romeo's just such a non factor right now. Like no one's it's it's this late in the game. You can't just like no one's gonna be interested in the the easy Romeo vote. It's time to get out a good player. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it does feel like Omer. I feel like even if Drea hadn't called him out, I feel like that might be like the yeah. final nail. But I feel like even if she hadn't, especially because of all the idols and stuff, by default he kind of becomes the obvious choice. Now, yeah, now it's a if it's a very clear like puzzle challenge, you know maybe he's got a shot. All right, so. What do you think about Omer? He's clearly a very sharp individual. What if he sees the writing on the wall, doesn't give Mike the idol back? I mean, at that point, I would like to think he should have seen that far ahead beforehand and got Mike out instead of Drea. But I don't know. He's He's got to see he's in a tough spot without an idol. It's, it's kind of, it, it, it could be shaped up to be the damned if you do, damned if you don't. Cause if he, if he doesn't give the idol back, then he's got Mike pissed at him. And you don't, and you don't know how people are going to react to that. Like that is, it's, it's within the rules. There's yeah. no question about that. Yeah. Mike, Mike even mentions that. He says, Ooh. if I give him my idol, he says, I'll give it back to me. I think he will, but there's, he can, he, he's in his rights to keep it. Now, but I think it's, it's still kind of like a scummy move. Yeah, I, I think Omer, maybe the best choice is to give it back to Mike and play play on Mike's loyalty and how good of a guy he is. And like, hey, I did this for you in your best interest. I saved you. Now, like, save me. Like, don't let me go home because of the idols and stuff. I have no doubt that Omer is going to find a good spin on this. It's just a matter of if it's going to work. I think the points he make, he will make, will be good. They'll make sense, but it, it are they going to be be buying it? Which, depending on who he pitches to, maybe maybe not. For sure. All right. Any last thoughts on this episode before we close it out? Um, I think this was one of the best episodes of the season, despite the outrageous twist. Uh, like you said, the advantage worked out despite itself. It was a very good episode. Yeah. Really, really solid. Um, hoping it can finish strong. I see no reason why it won't. Um, but mm-hmm. two episodes to go. And hopefully we'll have another another epic, epic last couple of weeks. Uh for next week, there's a chance we're out on Friday again. Episode released on Friday. A couple things up in the air. We should have one either way, but it's just some schedule things may prevent us from recording on on our usual Wednesday. It might be another Friday release, but we'll be there by all accounts the way it looks now. And 
Chris, we may be back for South Africa in July. We're still. I'm working on it. Still working, working, on it. working some things out, but that's a possibility. I will at least be, be blogging about it. They haven't set a premiere date as far as I know. I'm just seeing July. Um, so hopefully we'll be back for that. If not, we'll catch you back at some other point uh, with some international stuff. But we will be back next week, if nothing else, for the penultimate episode of Strava 42. Uh, so make sure you don't miss that by subscribing Apple, Spotify, and where you listen, you can find us there talking llama and you can follow us on social media, Twitter at llama talk pod, Instagram at talking llama pod for Chris Kuna. This is Matt Hambidge and we'll see you next time. Another scoop of the crispy. Thank you.